Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Well, how about that for a win for your Chicago Bears? Welcome into the House of L podcast. I am Lawrence Holmes, and the Bears just finished their win 20 to 19 over Tom Brady and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. We have got a lot to discuss, but can we just kind of laugh at the fact that the greatest quarterback of all time forgot what down it was at the end of the game? Forgot that he had clocked the ball and is out there begging like Jodeci to give himself another down, that was uh, that was a, a senior moment right there for one Tom F. Brady. He didn't come through, and him and Gronk look old on that last set of downs. That was amazing to see Tom Brady forget what down it was at the end of the game. The Bears win, man, and they are pulling a White Sox. They are winning ugly. This was an ugly win for the Bears, but none of that stuff matters. If you listen to this podcast, you know what my feelings are. My feelings are winning buys you time. The fact that you are able to kick back and say, yeah, we still have some things that we need to figure out. Yeah. Our quarterback play probably isn't as good as we would like for that to be. But you know what? We're 4-1 and one and we're keeping pace with the Packers in this division. We're getting important NFC wins by beating Tampa Bay. And we got to beat the greatest quarterback of all time in doing it. So it buys them some time. It gives them an opportunity to fix some of the things that they still don't do well. Instead of dwelling on that, let's talk about the things that they do do well. That defense is so good, and I know that early on it didn't look that way, and I know that they're going to be upset with what they allowed Ronald Jones to do on the ground. He was real good tonight for Tampa Bay. 17 carries, 106 yards, had that big rush up the middle for 37 yards. The Bears struggle in the first half of this game to tackle. You had guys missing tackles. You had Roquan Smith missing in the hole. That allowed Jones to get out and get that 37-yard game. It wasn't just on that run. It happened a lot in the first half. And the Bears were able to survive it. You're hoping that it doesn't become a trend, that we don't continue to see them looking for kill shots instead of, trying to wrap the ball up, wrap the ball carrier up. Later on in the game, a kill shot probably won them the game. Kyle Fuller throwing his shoulder in there, forcing a fumble. 
getting the Bears the ball back in in great in in the red zone. I mean, that's that's a huge play for a team that a couple years ago got fat off of forcing turnovers. To come up with a turnover in that moment was absolutely huge for the Bears. Khalil Mack, I thought, played one of the best games that I've seen him play as a Bear. And I know that it results in, in two sacks, and it probably should have been more than that. But if you add that to the type of frustration that he caused Tampa Bay, and you add that to the holding calls that probably should have been called, I mean, you're talking about a guy who had an incredible game and a real impact. I want to give Chuck Pagano some credit, too. Pagano is a guy that plays fairly vanilla defenses. He doesn't like to send more than four and sometimes five. I thought that he did a great job of mixing it up in the game tonight, especially early, like throwing different looks at Tom Brady, different blitz packages. There was a zero coverage look that they had. There was a blitz with zone behind it. And then the sack that Vauders got where you're sending Vauders and Mingo from the edges, I really, really enjoyed the type of game that he called. And he's a guy that I think we all give a little bit of grief to, but I thought did an excellent job of calling the game tonight for the Bears. So I thought that that was, that was good. You had the defense forcing turnovers. You had them getting to Brady, knocking him down a lot. You had them putting him on the ground a few times, which is great. You had them batting passes in the game. Back to Mac. Yeah, he had the two sacks, but he also had a play where he matrixed his way into – so he um, – you probably saw the play, but just imagine that he's being blocked and he turns to his right all the way around to block the ball with his right hand. The guy is – amazingly flexible and I know that part of that is that he he really works hard at yoga and he was very upset with himself last week for not coming up with that interception that probably would have won the Bears the game against the Colts last week well he comes through with a bunch of big plays and I I thought that he played uh, one of his best games as a Bear and that's a long list of games for Khalil Mack because he plays pretty great almost every single week. You can spotlight plays that he makes and how he makes a difference. Let's move over to the special teams for a second. Let's talk about Cordero Patterson. I am surprised that he's he's getting real close to, to Devin Hester land. And I don't mean he's as good of a returner as Devin. He's not, but he's he's close. He's as close as you're going to get in the modern NFL. What I mean is he's now so good that teams will kick away from him. And I was surprised that they didn't kick the ball out of bounds to begin with. And apparently that was the plan. It just wasn't executed very well by Tampa Bay. And you saw at the end where they weren't going to let him beat them. I I would even, if I were teams, I would even consider kicking to the up man if you feel like your, your kicker doesn't have the type of leg to get the ball back out of the end zone. But, damn, that guy, I, I was saying that he was weapon X. And look, his numbers tonight are not going to look as great as he played. 
He carried the ball three times. The Bears did a terrible job of running the ball yet again in this game. Was it 13 carries for 36 yards? So three yards per carry or whatever for them. Under three yards per carry for the Bears in this game yet again. But Patterson, I thought, made a difference with his three catches for 38 yards. He and Montgomery in the passing game, they kind of subbed out the run game for the short passing game. That's that's about what happened in this game. They were able to do some of that stuff, and they were able to win some of those battles with some wheel route stuff and allowing those guys to make plays. But Patterson has been an extremely valuable asset to this team. Allen Robinson leads the team in in receptions and targets and Man, I haven't seen a target number this big in a really long time. He got targeted 16 times in this game and came up with 10 catches for 90 yards, and he had a really nice 24-yard reception in the game that mattered. Wow, that is 16 targets for him. I was really worried watching Nick Foles throw that quick out pass, that, that smoke route pass. I'm really concerned that that is going to find its way in the end zone going the other way at some point. He's still got enough arm to make that throw, but it is. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Uncomfortable, to say the least. And by the end of the game, you were seeing that Tampa Bay was like, oh, we see it now. Now we can jump those routes. At some point, also, the Bears will probably hit a big double move on a play like that because teams will start to to bite up and try to make a play. Foles was a little disjointed again in this game. It's weird because this game is probably on the money for like his career, the type of game that he has. Threw the ball 42 times, still too many. 30 for 42, 243 yards, a touchdown, an interception, and a passer rating of 83.7, which is about where he is from a career standpoint. But you saw on that one drive where he goes 7 for 8 for 64 yards. You saw him kind of let Matt Nagy know that he wanted to go up-tempo on some of those plays that he wanted to attack the defense when he felt like he had an advantage against the defense. And those are things that I think are valuable. I mean, I, I think that having an understanding of what it is that you want to do is key. I am concerned that some of the things that he wants to do, he cannot do. Some of the throws were just God awful, like missing wide open receivers down the field. Darnell Mooney runs an incredible seven route and you miss it. You have underthrows on back shoulders, and I'm still not quite sure if the interception should be on A-Rob or if it should be on Foles because it does feel like the – and the ball is thrown intentionally behind 
but it felt like it was really behind. And if you're Allen Robinson, you're like, man, this is three weeks in a row where I have an opportunity to make a play and the guy takes the ball away from me for an interception. But there are some throws that that Foles is not making that are problematic. But he's got a lot of courage, man. Like he, the, the thing I'll say about him, you can't say that he's scared. He's not scared in the pocket. He's not scared in the face of pressure. He seems to have figured out how to slow his breathing down. Like you would, you wouldn't know what type of game it was while Nick Foles is on the field. You wouldn't know. Like with other quarterbacks, and and I mean we can use Mitch as a example. Like you know when things are tense. Like you can feel it in him and the way that he moves around. Like all of that stuff. With Foles, it's just kind of real. It's it's got kind of a Kyle Hendricks quality to it, where nothing seems to rattle him. That doesn't mean that he's always doing the right thing, because there are some throws where you're like, "Why did you do that? And why didn't you have that throw come close?" But when you have an opportunity to win some of these tough games and you do it, I have to tip my cap to you. I got to tip my cap to to what the the Bears are doing with their their 4 and 1 record right now. You take that and and you drive off into the sunset with it. You enjoy your weekend. Everyone, well, don't go anywhere except for home, but enjoy your weekend, go home and and do work. Actually don't do work. Take the weekend off. Enjoy yourself. Come back to the facility on Monday. And, and then get ready because you got another game. Like, it's not like you're going into a bye, but you do get yourself a mini bye, and those feel great. Like, I'm sure for these players, the idea that they're going to be able to walk into the facility tomorrow, get in a lift or a massage or, or an ice bath or anything else that they need and know that they won this past week, they can sit back and watch what the Packers do this weekend, and then they can get themselves ready for the Panthers. That's that's a great feeling. Really great. One thing that I don't like about the Bears' offense that I think is important to talk about before we, we call it a wrap on this episode of the podcast, third quarter, still have not scored in the third quarter. So that's five games now that they haven't scored in the third quarter. This particular third quarter was really upsetting. Why? Because the Bears offense had moved the ball pretty well against Tampa at the end of the half. They did some things in the last nine minutes of the first half that were aggressive in style. And then what happens? You come out in the third quarter, you get the ball to start the half, and you go horizontal. You go horizontal. You're throwing these passes out towards the sideline instead of challenging Tampa's defense down the field. And you almost paid for it. You almost paid for your complacency. And if you're looking for a place to criticize Matt Nagy, if you're sitting there going, why is it that this offense doesn't quite work the way that it's supposed to work? 
it's decisions like what were made in the beginning of the third quarter that lend themselves to people going, I'm not sure if this is all that it's cracked up to be. But the most important thing yet again is that the Bears won. By the way, we are brought to you by the fine folks over at Mazda of Orland Park, ZoomZoomNation.com. I can't say enough about those fine people, and if you are looking for a CX-30 or a CX-5, you should ask for my guy Eric and say that you heard about him on the House of L podcast, and it's all good. We are also brought to you by Team Hockberg. David Hockberg helped me buy my home. He can help you buy yours. He's not going to give you the money. Like, you can't be like, hey, David, I heard about you on the House of L podcast, and Lauren said you're giving out money. But he will help you get a loan, whether you're buying a home or you're looking to refinance. That's what he does. You should give him a call at 855-56-DAVID or check him out online at 56david.com. Homeside Financial is an equal housing lender NMLS number 1124061. The Bears still need to fix their run game. That is a problem. I thought Charles Leno played much better. James Daniels ended up leaving this game with a pectoral injury, and Alex Bars came in there and struggled. But then the guy that he was struggling against, Vita Vea, he got hurt. So you could take that off the table. Years from now, I don't know if we'll be talking about this game years from now, but if we are talking about this game years from now, you know what we're going to be talking about? We're going to be talking about the fact that Tom Brady forgot what down it was at the end of the game. And I think that's a good place to end the podcast, too. We started it that way. Why not end it that way? I will be on the score at noon on Friday. We will talk about all of these things. And then I'm going on vacation for a week. I'm not going nowhere. Or, or as we like to say, I'm going to the islands. Stony and blue. That's where I'm going on my vacation. Bears win. They are 4-1. and one. By the time I get back, you'll be the first to hear from me. Because I'm taking a whole week off. But enjoy yourselves this weekend. And enjoy... All the content that we'll put on House of L. I got other stuff. I'll still be doing that. Have a wonderful rest of your day, whether it's Thursday night or Friday night. Peace! For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, For the ones who get it done.